concise knowledge. Time for the anointing to teach and to preach. Amen. Let somebody's body be lifted. Amen. Let somebody be instructed. Amen. Let somebody be encouraged. Amen. Let somebody be blessed, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Amen. We thank for your mighty hand over our nation. Restructuring our nation. Amen. Rebuilding our nation. Amen. Giving peace to our nation. Amen. Bringing stability to our nation. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Making a way for good leadership to emerge in the name of Jesus. That we may lead a peaceable and a quiet life in all godliness and all honesty in the name of Jesus. We give you all the praise, Father, in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Let's celebrate God, everybody. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Before you take your seat, give your neighbor warmly. Tell them we are really happy to see them. Hallelujah. When I open my eyes, I look back. I said, I thought quiet who are sisters. I said, go. I thought to go back to your sister. And I saw his flower. You know. <laughs> Honestly, you know, I looked this. I saw what they are still standing. I look at they are still standing. Go now. What are you still doing? Okay. It's a human size flower. Okay, praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, so we we'll continue our teaching. Glory be to God. Don't forget it's a, it's a church, but it's also a school. Is that all right? So we continue where we stopped. That's why I encourage everyone of you always come to church with your daughter and all that stuff. Praise God. So we continue our teaching, a better covenant based upon better promises, which is the third blessing in our uh, book of Hebrews. Hallelujah. And it's going to be a blessing to you. Glory be to God. Please balance my voice. It's too shallow. Yeah. Praise God. Okay, let's go to the book of Romans chapter 8. Let's quickly take our foundation scriptures. Romans chapter 8 from verses 1 to 8 or 7 or thereabout. Romans 8. Okay. Sorry, I said Romans. Hebrews 8. Even today they said they went and showed Romans chapter That's our foundation scripture. You can see that my mind is occupied. Hebrews chapter number 8. Now, this is the main point of the things we are saying. <laughs> yeah. That is, if you are wasting somebody's time, say go straight to the main point. Okay. And what we are saying, we have such a high priest. Tell your neighbor I have a high priest. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heavens. Hallelujah. Amen. A minister of the sanctuary. And of the true tabernacle which the Lord erected, and not man. For every high priest is appointed to offer both gifts and sacrifices. Therefore, it is necessary that this one, that is this capital, this Jesus, also have something to offer. Go on, verse 4. For if, there, if he were on earth, he would not be a priest, since there are priests who offer gifts as, and according to the law. Go on. Who serve the copy and shadow of the heavenly things, as Moses was divinely instructed when he was about to make the tabernacle. For he said, see that you make all things according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. Okay? But now he has obtained what? A more excellent ministry. In as much as he is also what? Mediator of a better covenant, which is established on better promises. Say amen to that. For if that first covenant had been faultless, then no place will have been sought for a second. 
last verse, verse 8, because finding fault with them, he says, behold, the days are coming and the days are here. Hallelujah. Says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Say amen to that. We are talking about better covenant based upon better promises taken from verse 6. Now we said, you know, New Testament has certain features that makes it better than the Old Testament. We mentioned them. We can't go over them right now. You know, uh, things like righteousness. You can't find that in the Old Testament. Things like authority of the believer. I told you, we can't find anybody that cast out devil in the Old Testament. Not one. You know, in fact, devil, devil dealt with them. You know, uh, we, we mentioned something like about tongues. You know, so many things that we mentioned in the uh, peculiar features of the New, New Testament. And then we now began to say, why would God bring about the New Testament? We said because he found fault with the Old Testament, right? And we began to measure certain faults that, that was, things that were wrong with the Old Testament. And uh, that's where we are. We said number one thing that was wrong with the Old Testament was that it was a copy, it was a photocopy, it was a shadow, not the real thing. Glory be to God. And, uh, you know, um, we don't need to illustrate. If you're not here, go and get the CD. Glory be to God forevermore. And we said number two thing that was wrong with it was that it was uh, administered by inferior priesthood. Hallelujah. And then because these are priests who, 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 who occupy their, their, their offices without an oath, who, who, who die. Well, let's say we have good high priests this year and another priest, you know, a bad priest comes. What do you do? The whole nation goes down the drain. You know, uh, let me, uh, like a political statement, I like, thank God the pastor didn't succeed with the third time. You know, we praise God Almighty that he didn't succeed. I don't care whether you like a pastor Joe or not. You know, when you have constitution, follow it. When you have constitution, do what? Follow it. Why, Pastor T, why are you saying that? In case he succeeded with that third term. Now we are, third term, we are going to go to a third term now. Yes. <laughs> Interpret the tongues. Hallelujah. That, that is what I can tell you. You know, that is why when you have a constitution, do what? Follow it. Don't try to manipulate. Don't build anything, anything around the person. If you build something around the person, if something goes on with that person, everything goes on the day. So that was the problem with that priesthood. It was built, built around an inferior priesthood. A priest could, a priest could be good. But what, what that priest goes? What if a bad priest comes? What happens to the whole nation? Glory be to God forevermore. Yeah. You know, and we said uh, it, it was also established by inferior sacrifice. You know, the Bible said the blood of animals was what established. And the blood of animals cannot do anything much. It only covers. It doesn't take away. It only covers. It doesn't take away sins. There is always a remembrance made of sin when it comes to the blood of animals. Glory be to God forevermore. Yeah. You know, and, and what happens if you cannot afford an animal? Your sin remains. But Jesus, but Jesus has become the, 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 the sacrifice for everybody. You don't need to, you can't afford him anyway. We cannot afford him. Do you understand? What we need to do, we just believe. Simply we do what? Believe. For God so loved the word that he gave. We don't buy animal. We don't rear, we don't rear him. He gave. All we do is what? We do what? We receive. Hallelujah. Some of you, if you go to mark your sins, you should be dead around 1995. <laughs> she had been dead <laughs> long ago. But we thank God for Jesus. Hallelujah. A high priest. The high priest over the house of God. That even when you cannot pray, he's praying for you. Yes, when you are at fault, before, before, you know, before even the consequences of your sin, set sin, he has shown his blood already. Yes. Glory be to God forevermore. Yes. Wow. wow. 
Glory be to God forevermore. And we say another fault with the Old Testament, Old Testament is that the blessings in the Old Testament are conditional. Yes. Conditional. This thing shall come over you if you, if you, if you, and if you don't, and if you not, you understand know what I'm saying? Glory be to God forevermore. Those of, you who, those of you that have rich fathers, try and be in his book, good books. Because if he writes a book, if he writes a will, and put condition in it, some of you are finished. Just write a will. And he says, if he graduates with first class upper. And some of you are wondering, what is first class upper? I don't know. <laughs> you didn't even get what I said. <laughs> you know, there's some of you, that's the end. You will not inherit pain. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. You know, like, like, I told you uh, that, that this young man, that is, uh, we sit in, we're still in touch. The father is very, 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 very rich. It's not rich the way you think rich. The father is very, very rich. The boy lives in penury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the guy. He's a very good friend. I, I, I've had to rescue him several times from financial stress. You know. Right now he's in hiding. He's running away from everybody. Because his owing is everything. His father is very rich. But his father said you will be a beneficiary. Actually, he was the first son. But conditional. He had a good school. They sent him to school abroad, primary school, secondary school. But when the father said that I was getting spoiled, he brought him back to come and finish, do his law, finish his law here. And you know the way children of these rich people behave. He said, you look, you have access to everything. Just finish your law program, be well behaved. Well, my work is for you, the man has money. <laughs> then, the day of graduation, the man came with entourage. We are talking about a rich man. He came with entourage. I don't want to mention the name of the city because he's a very popular chief. It's not even a chief, it's a high one. You know, it's people that don't have money, that have low, thing, low income, any low, low blood pressure, you know, everything. But, but, but those who have money, everything is high. High chief, high flyer, high blood pressure. Okay, let's go. So, okay, so he came with a big something. Everybody killed, no graduates. There, as they were there, they just came to meet the boy on the line, asking to excuse the line. He was caught for courtesy in 200 level. They waited for that day. The father, they didn't know what to do. Whether to die, to resurrect, everything. As I'm talking to you right now, the matter has been over almost 20 years ago. The man doesn't want to. The governor of the state has gone to beg the man. The man refused. It's a big period. <laughs> the man is, I think it's too hard, but my wife says that, Thank God. But that's how God was. God was very hard. Every blessing in the Old Testament was what? Conditional. But we thank God for Jesus Christ. Who declared us blessed before we even started? Declared us blessed before we even started. Hallelujah. That once you, you believe, you are already blessed. Somebody say amen to that. 
Let me tell you one more or two more today. Hallelujah. Another fault with the Old Testament is this. All the law. It was, let me put it in a way you understand. The Old Testament or the law was put in place to showcase the sinfulness of man. It wasn't put in place to, to justify, to help. It was put in place to do what? To showcase the sinfulness of man. How many of you would like to go to a place that every time you go there, they always tell you what is wrong with you? You know some people are like that. Yes. Let, me, let me behave well this morning. I don't want to use bad language. You know, I want to use good language. Today's anniversary. Yes. <laughs> you know, there are some people, you know, terrible set of people, terrible person, terrible people. Once you enter their office, the first thing they look at, your shoe, your head. No, 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 this is not right. That is not right. They, they are crazy. Crazy set of people. Glory be to God forevermore. They never say anything that's wrong with you. Nothing. They never say anything that's right with you. They always say what is wrong with you. That was the nature of the law. That was the nature of the Old Testament. Do you remember that quote in the Old Testament? It said, be sure your sin will find you out. That is what the sin does. is to find that people. To locate people. Glory be to God forevermore. Okay, let me see whether I can finish this today. I wanted to do two or three today. <laughs> I don't know how I'll do it. Glory be to God for Go to the book of Romans. Chapter 3. Let's read verse 19. That's, that's the Old Testament. It showcases people's faults. That's all it showcases. Doesn't showcase what is right with you. You know, like Paul would tell, tell people in the New Testament. We tell them we are the circumcision. That worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus. I have no confidence in the flesh. It will tell you, you know, all those things where it's righteousness. It, beca- it will show you what is right with you. But Old Testament, never. It shows you what is wrong with you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Chapter 3, verse 9. Look at what it says. Now we know. Look at this. Whatever the law says, it says it to those who are what? Under the law. That every mouth may be what? Stop. The purpose why the law is there is not for you to be boasting. You know the way when you are making mouth, when you are saying I am good, when they show you your fault, your mouth will just show. The, the purpose of the law is to stop every boasting. To put to, to every man may be stopped. And all the world may become what? Guilty before God. That is the purpose of the law. That the whole world may become what? Guilty before God. Go up, verse 20. Therefore, by the deed of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. That is what the law does. It showcases sin. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, Hallelujah. How many of you have you how many of you have grew up in the kind of environment where I grew? I I call it intensive discipline. Yes. Yes. We didn't grow these days that uh, KKK will come to my room and uh, say, hey, Good morning, Daddy. <laughs> this is how she greets me, good morning, Daddy. <laughs> ah! <laughs> in fact, I, I don't know what but that's that's the expression I can say. <laughs> ah! 
That means you are dead. <laughs> How? What did you eat? What happened? What did you have? How? I went out, I, I went out with, uh, for lunch yesterday with Pastor uh, Dunka. And I took KK along. As we were eating, she would just give me punch by the side. Bah! Hey! The Pastor Dunka said, hey, daddy's girl. In those days, hey! Are you hearing me? We are, I grew up under heavy, you know, whereby when you are eating, when we are eating, hmm, we didn't know it was so. We just went straight for the biggest meat. We just stretch your hand because they always serve our food together. Nobody has their own plate. They will serve you and your brothers together. All of us, we eat. So now you will now be targeting the big meat. When you stretch your hand across, ah, ah, you can see my hand. <laughs> you are dead, man. I'm telling you, for stretching your hand across, we are across the plate. Ah, it is. It is not heavy for you. It's not. It won't favor your government. Whether you are PDP, APC, it can never favor your. That kind of behavior can never favor your government. The slap, whatever. But how come we didn't know it was wrong for us to stretch hand across the plate, or did somebody told us it was wrong? You will give somebody good money and keep moving. And somebody say, what, ha- what happened to your knee? Is your back broken? Yeah. We didn't know. And somebody pointed it out. The same thing the Lord did. Wow. You wouldn't know anything is wrong until the Lord told you so. Do you know sin was in the world before the Lord came? The Bible says sin was not regarded as sin. Glory be to God forevermore. That is what it's also. Therefore, the deeds of the so before we start by the law, what is the knowledge of what law brings to you is the knowledge. That's all. The same thing you are doing right now when you sleep and wake up, anytime you want to wake up, 7:38. If you go to a controlled environment and they, and they told you 5:30, that's when you realize that waking up at 7 is a sin. It's not a sin before until there's a code. That now tells me it's a sin. Glory be to God forever, man. Romans chapter 7. Roman, I, I try and round up somewhere today. Romans chapter 7. Glory be to God forever, man. Shall be in those days, people married three wives, four wives. They celebrate, they, even ten wives. It's a celebration of. Are you hearing me? Then Christianity came. One man, one woman. One man, one woman. Now, even if you are thinking of a second wife, the thought alone, you begin to feel guilty. Like some of you are thinking. <laughs> or some of you are practicing. <laughs> Why don't you celebrate it openly? Because there's now a code that told you that this is what? Wrong. But you know, Jesse, you see somebody who carried five. So you can see his weight. Are you hearing me? Until locking. Do you get what we're trying to say right now? Verse Verse 7, verse 7, verse 7. Romans 7, verse 7. Verse 7. It says, What shall we say then? Is the law sin? Law is not sin. Certainly not. On the contrary, I would not have known sin except through the law. So eventually, what sin, what law showcases is, you wouldn't have known what is sin if not for the law. Do you know? That's why I always tell you guys conscience is not a good teacher. Your conscience is not a good judge. 
your conscience is never, how can your conscience be a good judge? Your conscience functions based on knowledge. Yes. If he doesn't know that this is wrong, it will consider it's wrong. That is why some people will carry a gun and kill somebody else and be celebrating and be shouting, I'm a son, son, son. Are you hearing me? Because their conscience doesn't forbid it. That's forbid it. Glory be to God forevermore. Hey, certainly not. On the contrary, I would not have known sin except through the law. For I would not have known what covetousness is unless the law has said, you shall not what? Covet. You just think that you carry this, you take it, take it until the Bible says no. They can't, they don't, that's not covet. Yes, that's covetousness. You wouldn't have known it. Glory be to God forevermore. Go, 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 go to verse 13. And you know, if you read that verse 8, cry. I'm trying to jump. See that, you know, go, go to that verse 8. Read that verse 8. Read that verse 8. It's so, it's so powerful. I wanted to jump in. Go back to verse 8. But sin, do what? Taking opportunity by the commandment. Produce in me all manners of evil desire. For apart from the law, sin what? Sin has no power apart from the law. Bible says the, the law will take advantage of you. You see, no. So they, and now begin to produce all manners of evil desire. Meaning, listen to me, guys. Your televisions are safe in the house. Everything in your house is safe. Until the day you tell your children, don't touch. The day you tell them, don't go near that my television, though, I guarantee you. And I also assure you that before <laughs> that week is over, that television will not know peace. Because nothing they will be walking past, it doesn't make any difference. The day you, even your commandment will now call the attention to it. Because that thing, why would daddy say I should not touch it? Why? Have you been to such, to, 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 they left you alone, alone in, the, in the house, and daddy said, please don't enter my room. Don't just play your own gunner. You know, that's, you will now go to the room. You first of all look inside. Why would this man say I should not enter this room? You people, when you put your leg inside, you didn't die. You go further, you didn't die. Then you lie on the bed, you didn't die. Then you put on his radio. <laughs> you put on the radio. Are you hearing me? You know, when they, in those days of video, you know when we used to play video cassette? Ah, what are you talking about? You will call your friend. You, everybody, when the man is about to come back from work, you switch off. What are you talking about? And the man is also smart. He will come back and touch the thing. Why do you think hard? He said, that is song or need. How can song? <laughs> <laughs> Do you get it? Why will you go there if, if, if whatever you ignore, your children will ignore? The day you tell them, don't, that thing begins to work in them. That is what sin does. That's what the Lord does. Whenever you say don't, something in you begins to work. Why should I, why should I not? Do you get what I So that is what sin does. Takes opportunity of commandment and produces all manners. Go back to verse 8. What is it? Are you the one preaching? You know, he said, take opportunity by the commandment. Produce what be in all manners of evil desire. That's what it does. Do you know children are very safe sometimes until you call your boy. Guests are evil. Guests are terrible. Don't go near guests. Then they will go near. They didn't die. <laughs> Daddy said I would die if I touch again. I'm alive. Nothing. Those kind of things. It's better for them to be educated than to be commanded. Yes. Education is always better than commandment. If you touch girl, it's very nice, though, but it comes with consequences. You can terminate your life, you can terminate your future, you can destroy somebody else's life. And you educate them about the consequences that every action has responsibility and has consequences. Probably education will help them more than 
instruction. Glory be to God forevermore. Verse 13. My God, help me God today. Look at what it says. It says, has then what is good become dead to me? Certainly not. But sin, that it might appear what? Sin. Was producing what? Death in me. Through what? That which is good. So that sin, through the commandment, might become what? Exceedingly sinful. That's what sin showcases. Glory be to God forever, man. When sin, when law comes in, what you thought was normal becomes exceedingly sinful. Glory be to God forever, man. That is why nobody in the Old Testament had confidence before God. Uh, they couldn't come before God because they have been told, yeah. That's why all of you are parents. If all you do to your children, tell them what is wrong with them. Ah, you look at you. You look at you. Look at you. They'll be afraid of your presence. Yeah, yeah. Because every time you come, it's criticism. Yeah. They begin to avoid you. Why is it that people got to avoid the presence of God then? Because whenever they came, came for God, it was a showcase of another sin. Yeah. Yeah. The other Bible says we should come boldly to the throne of grace. He mentioned the throne of grace, not throne of judgment. Yeah. That means throne has changed now. Yeah. Throne has changed now. Before we used to, so before those days. So when you come to places, before you pray, let us confess our sins. Lord will not answer your prayer. The person is operating from the throne of the law. Do you get what I'm trying to say right now? Because once you know that somebody knows something about that is not right, you begin to avoid the person. Yes, Glory be to God forevermore. Yeah. That is the difference between Jesus Christ. Remember that story when that woman was caught in adultery. I was supposed to speak for 30 minutes. Sorry, it's one minute more today. Sorry. But let me just finish this one point and go. You know, when that woman was caught in adultery, all of them that caught her, remember, they were all Pharisees and Sadducees and filled with law. That people who are filled with mentality of the law, they are very, very condemning. Even what they are, what, even what they themselves are guilty of, they will condemn others for them. And it's amazing how a woman was caught in adultery by herself alone. Yeah, the man, the, the man, you know, she was doing by herself and then they caught her. But, uh, it's a man's word. According to her. It's not a man's word. My suggestion is simple. It's the, the, the man that was there is one of them. When they got there, I said, ah, yeah, and that, yeah, and that, yeah, and that, yeah, I'm speaking Hebrew to them, you know what I'm saying? Meaning what? What are you doing, Edda? Jehoshaphat. Alafash. They say, Alakashishi. I say, Alakashishi. Ashi, Ashi. That is, go, go. They now call the woman. <laughs> and they brought her. Bible says, the law says, we should stone her. That's what the law says. The law is to, to punish sin, is to bring out sin, making more guilty. The law says we should punish her. Jesus came. They now ask her grace showed up. Hallelujah. They were now asking grace. What shall we do? Grace didn't answer them. The Bible says he stooped down. 
he began to write. Go and read this, what I'm telling you in Romans chapter, in John chapter 8. Bible says he stood down and was writing. If you are writing, guys, not on a Sunday, it was the brother, it was a temple yard, the brother, which was all paved. What could you be writing? It's like me writing on this place. Will he ever show? He can never show. God was, Jesus was telling them, the purpose of the law, you guys can never understand. The law was written on the stone by Moses. You, the law you thought you understood, I wrote it for them on the stone. That's, that's impossible for you guys to do. You can't even understand what is written. So that's what I'm writing for you. Can you read what I'm writing? Bible said, and they kept asking him. He refused to answer them. Which is also another good principle about life. When you don't have an answer yet, you don't need to answer anything. Yes, exactly. They didn't answer them. Yes, sir. Eventually, the Bible said he looked up and he said, anybody without sin, let him throw the first, the first stone. Will that be valid today? That would be valid today. He that is without stone, because that, that's one of you are good at. That's why I want everybody. All those times that uh, a scandal will break out in one church, all of you will be writing. If I catch you, except I don't know you, if I know you, you write anything against any man of God. You that just left uh, nightclub, you'll be writing about men of God. Because you have not been caught. You'll be writing. Because I have 200 hour recharge. Right? <laughs> you know, the people who are more vocal, they are also fighting a weakness. Yeah. They, they wasn't by condemning others, yeah. they will pacify their own conscience. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Bible says he stood up and looked up. You know what he told them? He that's without sin, let him throw the first stone. Hallelujah. Let it go. Bible says, starting from the top for the list. All of them dropped their stone and left. Verse 11. Verse 11. So Jesus said to her, uh, no, no, go back to verse 10. Go verse 10. When Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? <laughs> verse 11. She said, no one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, neither do I condemn you? Go and sin no more. Hallelujah. That is what grace does to you. Hallelujah. Grace never tells you what is wrong with you. Grace empowers you wow. to go and sin no more. Hallelujah. Glory be to God forever, man. Do you know people will respect you more if they know that you know what they have done is wrong. And here you keep quiet. Yes. I mean, ah, oh, Kai, my time is far gone. How many of you read did, uh, literature in English, at least in those days? When we had that book, Shino Ashebe, remember that song? Uh, that, that book, Things Fall Apart? Yeah. I remember, uh, I can't remember, it's Aneke Debate, I can't remember the characters now. When no Congo, I'm not talking about Okonko, Obi, 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 Obi,
the, the, the guy was saying something, was trying to illustrate something to the son. He said, uh, he said um, a bird, you know, uh, went to carry, I can't remember, one of the, another small bird, carried the, the chick and ran away. He said, when, before they ate, this other bird, I can't remember, it's a Nigu, I can't remember, asked the the, the chick, the, the, the other one that went to carry the chick. He said, what did you do? Ah, he said, didn't say anything, no. He said, return the child, return it. <laughs> he said, return it. This one went and carried this chick something, and he didn't say anything. He said, he, he has a plan. He said, that kind of food you cannot eat, return it. Another day, they went to carry another one. He said, what did you do? He said, he chased me, he flew after me, he nearly got better escape. He said, he has done the best he can do. Let us eat. Do you get what I'm trying to say right now? What I'm trying to say is this. If, some, if God, every time you commit sin, God slaps you. Every time you commit sin, you hear a key from heaven. You will continue. You know what? You have calculated the punishment already. If I do this, I'll put a slap. I'll go to But you did. God is looking like this. Five years. You go think the day the consequence. <laughs> you know, that's what I have to say right now. Glory be to God forever. Neither do I condemn you. If God were, if were to ask Jesus today concerning the beer you drank yesterday, no, what would be his answer? Neither do I condemn you. Listen to what he said. And listen to what he didn't say. He didn't say what you are doing is right. He didn't say what you are doing, I approve. What he removed was a condemnation. Do you get what we are saying right now? You know why he removed the condemnation? So that your faith can keep working. Even when you are still battling with your weakness. Because once condemnation sets in, your faith can never work in. Condemnation will weigh down your faith. That's what the Bible says. There's therefore now no condemnation for them who are in Christ Jesus. He didn't say they are always right. He said there's no condemnation. Because condemnation weakens your faith. Do you get what we are trying to say right now? And the just shall live by what? By faith. If your faith is weakened, Satan will take advantage of you. Do you get what we are trying to say right now? So those of us that tell we tell people, go and commit sin. It's all right. That's not what we said. We are not listening to what Grace said. Grace said, neither do I condemn you. Go and what? And sin no more. He didn't say, go and continue. Bible says, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? No. Grace is an empowerment against sin. But while you are working on your, on your weakness, condemnation is removed. Do you get what we are trying to say right now? That is the idea. Do you get what we are trying to say today right now? The law showcases what is wrong with you. Grace showcases what is right with you. Glory be to God forever. I will continue next week. May God bless you. May God keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You know, I am trusting God. You know, the reason why I'm strong on this thing that I teach, you know why? I didn't start my Christian, Christian journey this way. Hearing the truth like this. I didn't hear, my Christian journey was very rough. Extremely rough. We never went to church with confidence any day. In fact, I used to run away from church. 
Because I know another, when we go to church again, it's another flogging. Uh, God will kill you. God will. T- if I said the pastor told us that God will not accept 99.9% from us. So, me, and I'm not, I'm not even 50 something percent. So, what are you coming to church to do? Glory be to God forever, man. Guys, let your confidence be in Christ. That's right. What you have done could be wrong, but the ears of God, they are still open. Yes. Go there to the throne of grace. That's a gift of no condemnation. Some of you not, want to give up on your anointing, want to give up on your call, want to give up on what God has called you to do because of something that happened. Condemnation. Don't give up. Some of you even fall sick. You say you can't pray because you don't know. Ah, based on my lifestyle, I deserve this. Stop that nonsense. That is what condemnation wants to do. We want to ride on that thing to afflict you. Glory be to God forever, man. Don't, don't allow that. The love of God for you has not changed. Neither do I condemn you. That is why the Bible says Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and for. If the same scenario were to play again, what will he say? The same thing. Neither do I condemn you. Let them say whatever they want to say is their mouth. Let them have whatever opinion they want to have concerning you. Now then get their opinion. What is God's opinion concerning you? Neither do I condemn you. Go and say no. God bless and keep you. Cause it's going to shine upon you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we give you praise. We honor your holy name. Thank you for the supply of your spirit. I will thank you because we have a lovely week filled with good news. I will thank for the gift of no condemnation. Blessed be your name forevermore. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Spread your wings and soar, surrender. Epignosis. Concise knowledge.